Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is a new street tip segment and my guest is German street photographer Marius Wieth from uh, Amsterdam, actually, that's where he's based currently. Welcome, Marius. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Hey, I'm excited. You have quite an interesting story to tell. So tell us a little bit about that. Who are, who is Marius? Okay, so who am I? I think I'm a, I'm a grown-up who is a kid, actually. <laughs> Because the thing is, like, I always wanted to work, um, have like a creative job, and I tried it in advertising and everything. But yeah, that didn't really work out. So by now, I work as a fine art photographer. I yeah, travel around the world, take photos, I write books about it, and have a lot of interesting projects actually but let me tell you a bit about the the story so it was like i think 2011 so i was always looking for ways to express myself to find something to do on a creative level but i could never really feel it so in 2011 i think i bought my first camera for two years i took photos of basically everything like you know when you start with photographies like sunshine and babies and all that and landscapes and it's nice But at a certain point after two years, I want to stop. I want to quit because, I don't know, I didn't really feel it. Like, I couldn't really pour my heart and soul into it. So, yeah, I was a little, uh, a little sad, to be honest. But I, I thought, like, okay, why not go out with a bang? So at the end of 2012, when I worked in market research after university, I uh, started a 365 project. So, like, um, one year of taking photos every day, um, uploading them on the internet. So if you um, look at my Flickr, like the, the first day is like January the 1st, 2013. This is basically the first photo um, I yeah uploaded to the internet. So no one knew me before. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I kind of did that project. And in the middle, I, yeah, like in the first two months, I think I discovered street photography. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, I always love to I don't know, like stand in the city, look around and see the shadows and people walking, but I could never really express that. So yeah, I kind of found that during my project. And all of a sudden I dedicated this project to street photography. And I won my first award, I think in July or August uh, on Reddit. Some people of you may know it. I love yes. that website. It's <laughs> yes, very addictive. Very popular. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I won my first award. I was like, okay, this is amazing. This is so much fun. I kept going and going. And uh, when I traveled to South Korea in, uh, in the fall, I, people asked me, yeah, what, what do you do for a living? I was like, yeah, I'm doing market research for a living, but I'm actually living for photography. And after I said that sentence like 10 times, I thought, okay, this, this won't work. So uh, I can't do market research anymore. I am a photographer. I am a street photographer. So I Yeah, kind of quit my job when I when I got back, and yeah, left my old cubicle farm number crunching job to explore this photography world. Um, yeah, since the last yeah one and a half years, I've been giving it my all to to make it to to make a living of it, and yeah, live the life of an artist. And to be honest, I love it. It's like being a kid in Disneyland every day. <laughs> That's right. So how do how do you make a living as a street photographer? That's probably what everybody's wondering right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, when I started out with street photography, everyone's like, no, 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 it's impossible to make a living with it. It's impossible. And I was like, okay, apparently it is. I don't know. Well, let, let's see uh, what's possible. And so I basically make a living with my own fine art label. I mm -hmm. sell my art. So um, 
like my, I always call myself like a fine art photographer. So my, I think my street photography is a little bit more focused on the aesthetics yes. kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's not like pure raw style. It's amazing. Like going full gilded and like boom in your face, yeah. which, which is hard to sell. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's of course it's possible to sell. I'm not gonna uh, tell people not to do that. Uh, you should do whatever you love. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I like they always said like, don't take photos from the from the back because it's unemotional and you don't see a face or whatever. And I just loved it. I feel yeah crappy form. in the yeah. yeah I feel crappy because I was like, oh my god, not even this is working out. I could never take portraits, and now the whole street photography is weird because I can't take the let's say, more classical approach to it. And then I just did it. I just did it for a while. And I, I love it. I love. I just love doing it like that. And yeah, so I, I did it. And I won a couple of awards that, that uh, got me a lot of money. And I sell my art through my own label because after a while, um, galleries approached me and art dealers. And they offered me like very, very, um, to be honest, bad conditions. I yeah. didn't agree with them because they take away basically all the money uh, from every sale and I thought oh no this this is wrong I don't want that um, so I founded my own label with my business partner and friend Martin Dietrich it's like it's called Neo Prime and yeah we sell our art through that label um, in like museum quality worldwide and the cool thing is like we offer our signed artists who can sell their art to us too uh, very good conditions so I make money of them too they make a good amount of money better than any gallery or art dealer but we also get money from their sales and so that's good that's quite a success story that's amazing yeah yeah, short times yeah it's amazing it's only been like one and a half years and i know it's like recently i won my 21st like i think it's 21 awards so far and to be honest like it's to me it's more about doing what you love i mean the awards are nice because it's it's good amount of money that you get and traveling and all that but i mean at the end of the day it's just Doing mean, what you love. Yeah, and it's a means to an end. It's, uh, yeah, it's a means to an end and it's, yeah. it gets you exposure and everything. It's nice. Um, but it, it, it pays the bills and the, the art, selling my art worldwide pays the bills by now. And yeah, I, I write books about it because I just want to, I don't know, share my knowledge. I don't have that much time. So I've, like, I have to manage the label and everything. So I have to take time out of my day to write the books. I, I yeah, share a lot of free knowledge, but also the books you can buy them on my uh, on publishing house, it's like secrets.com. Uh, I'll, you'll find the, the link on my website. That's awesome. And I'll probably have you for a show just to talk about that because so many people wonder, how do you make them? How do you make a living selling your photography? And, and that's yeah. one really, um, that's a very common question and, and it's, uh, there is no easy answer, but it will be no, really good to, uh, to, to get some of your secrets. So yeah, the thing is like, I think, um, like no matter, I, I just want to tell people out, out there that no matter, um, like if you really want to do it, if you really want to live life as a photographer, just being out there taking photos and living off photog- photography, no matter how you want to do it, please, it sounds very American. And I'm, like the things, I'm German, so I'm very realistic. But if you believe in yourself, if you work very hard and you have your own dream, like the like doing coaching, writing books, uh, selling your art, there's so many ways. And I'll probably talk about it in, in, the, in the next episode then. But it's possible, believe me. Yeah. Like two years ago, I had my market research job. Like every day I was thinking like, oh my God, I, I can't do this another day. I just want to be creative, just just contribute there in a way. And by now, it's it's possible. I live, yeah. uh, I earn more than in my old job, way more with less effort. But it took me four or five years of working every day, like 
from the morning till, till, till the evening, like when I got home from my job, I did that till two in the morning and still yeah. some days I worked like 14 hours to, to, uh, to actually make it happen. But if you love it, it's fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm really looking forward to hearing your TED tips now, which will be about, um, I suppose some street photography and, uh, and, and living a creative life probably too. So, uh, let's, let's get started with the, the, the tips. All right, let's, let's go. So like half of them is basically about street photography and the other half was like, as you said, a little more, I don't know, inspirational, like believing Great. in yourself. That's because I awesome. think it's very important. Yes, it uh, is. Okay, so let's, let's get started with the first one. It's like the first one is consider your photos as paintings. So the thing is, um, if, you have, if you're about to like paint, you have a white canvas, like a piece of paper, it's blank, there's nothing on it. So you just add certain elements to it. It's like uh, you add, I don't know, a forest, the sunshine or whatever. So painters always have a reason why they put certain elements in a photo or in a, in a painting. But with photography, especially street photography, you go out in the city, it's full of so many elements like garbage bins, billboards, like lots of people who don't really contribute to the photo. So what really helps is think of your photos as paintings. Why is that garbage bin in the background in your photo? So please be honest with yourself and, and check why every element in your photo is there. I mean, you can do the very, I would call like vivid style. Like my style is very minimalist and clear. So you have little elements in there. But if you even want to have like, I don't know, photos in the middle of a crowded street scenery, it's fine. But always think, why is this element on my canvas, on my white paper? Why is that there? And it helps a lot to get rid of elements that don't contribute to the photo. Great, great tip. Yeah, put put more intent in your photography, really slow down and know what you want, what story you want to tell before you press that shutter, basically. Yeah, it's very hard yeah. to be honest. Like it took me mm -hmm. years to, to um, actually be able to reduce certain elements, but it's yeah. possible when you just, it helps like thinking about composition, walking around and everything to reduce stuff. So if you see an amazing person you want to capture, just walk around the person a little bit and see whether you find a background that isn't full yeah. of billboards that distract from your beloved element, like the, the, the main element yeah. of the, the photo. Great, yeah. great, great tip. Be, be discerning. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, tip number two. Tip number two. So the second one is like fall in love with natural contrasts. It's the same. Um, like I love to look at paintings, as you probably see, like in answer, I always go to museums. And the thing is, like painters always um, have great natural contrast. They would never like put a person with a black jacket in front of a dark gray background. Like if you paint it, it doesn't make sense. Like you you'd instantly see it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you have to take the same approach for photography. So like yin and yang in a way, like you see a person with a dark coat, like let him walk a couple of more meters and put him in front of a like light gray background, because if not, the subject isn't clear. Mm -hmm. So For it's sure. very important to always put natural contrast in your photo. Mm -hmm. Take care of putting people like in front of backgrounds that don't Like if the background is dark gray and the person is dark gray, you, you don't really separate the two things. Like the, the subject isn't clear. And believe me, it makes a huge difference. I did that mistake so many times, yeah. uh, more than I like to admit, like especially in the first years. But after a while, if you go through your photos, look at every one of them and check whether the subject is separated from the background. So how big is the contrast between your subject and the background. You can even do it in your house. If you want to check it right now, if you're at home, just walk around, see like, a, I don't know, like a black vase or like something like a banana, whatever, and see, look at the, the subject and the background mm -hmm. and see whether it it's separated or it just kind of washes out. 
And it helps a lot to train train it like that. That's true. Yeah. And as you said, you can do that without a camera even. You can practice that anywhere. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. so many things in photography, you don't even need a, need a, need a camera. Like yeah. I, I think the most important things don't have anything to do with your gear. It's more like yeah. seeing the world differently. Learn and, to yeah. see. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. Awesome tip. Okay. Tip number three. Okay. This is... This is like a very, very uh, important thing. I think it's like, the, I think the biggest challenge in street photography is like overcoming your fear of capturing strangers. I mean, every street photographer, believe me, if you're scared right now to do it, everyone is and was, and it's, it's, a, it's a huge thing to like actually overcome that fear and it's possible. Um, and yeah, I actually wrote a book about it to put a little advertisement here. But the thing is like, I, uh, like one of my favorite methods is like the 180 degree method. So it basically means that, okay, you've never taken photos of strangers before, but you want to do it. You want to have like the full golden style, whatever, just go out and start with zero degrees. So from the back, just, just start taking photos from the back, whether you like it or not, Just start there. They will never see you. They don't have eyes in the, the back of their head. So go for that. And once you feel confident it's fine for you, just move on to 45 degrees. So you basically like walk around the subject. So you find the next subject and do the 45-degree angle. And do it slightly from the back but from the side. They still won't see you, but you can still capture a great photo from there. Mm -hmm. And then you move on to 90 degrees, which is like from the side. So your chances of getting spotted are a little higher but it's still fine. You, you gain a lot of confidence by doing it step by step. You don't have to do it from the front right away. So do it from the side. And if they spot you, don't worry, it's fine. You just, uh, you've just taken a photo, not the life of the mother. So don't worry about that. <laughs> um, just do it from the side. And if they look, just keep on capturing the, the background. Just stand there, take a photo of the background. They will just keep walking. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, so you get a little confidence, then you go to the 135 degree, which is slight from the front, but still slightly from the side. And from there, of course, the chances of getting spotted are higher, but don't worry, you gain a lot of confidence, like going to 135 degrees, it's going to be fine. If they notice you, don't worry, do what I said, just keep capturing their background. And most people are busy, they will just keep walking. Mm -hmm. So now comes the whole, like the 180 degrees. You made it all the way there. It's going to be fine, but it's, of course, it's from the front. It's like the, the scariest thing. But if you do it step by step, you see it's not that bad. People won't kill you. And you, sorry? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are, so if you get killed, uh, I didn't tell you this trick. <laughs> but the thing is like, okay, so the, 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 the approach from the front, like the 100 degrees around the subject, like right from the front, if they notice you, what you're going to do is stand still, Keep taking photos, look over your viewfinder, like look over your camera, a little, little disoriented, like, oh, what's going on here? Like, like look to the side a little bit, like look in the distance, yeah. make a step to the right, another step to the right, to the front. So if you're, you don't have to be like an uh, Oscar-nominated actor to that, just like be professional, be nice about it and just um, move on and it's fine. Like, like in all the years I've done it, like it always worked and I never had any problems. And if someone like comes to you and says, hey, you just take a photo of me and he's like really annoyed just be honest be exactly. a nice person about it say yeah. look look pal I, look this is my passion let me tell you a little bit about it it's it's my passion i love doing this and tell a bit about your story and if 
you can offer like I can delete the photo don't worry it's it's just a photo like yeah. be nice about it be honest and, and I think you're gonna be fine it's true it's uh it's about educating people they don't know what street photography is half the time so you tell them you're documenting people in the streets of yeah Stuttgart or wherever yeah. uh, then they're like oh okay you know it's it's you have to stay calm and explain don't don't run away <laughs> that's, that's yeah, don't look at like yeah. all like Ugh. don't look like, like you're doing something wrong because you're not no, doing anything wrong <laughs> You're documenting the zeitgeist of our time. You're like, I mean, if people like when people see good street photography, they're like, oh, now I get why you do it. It's like really the the yeah. extraordinary in the ordinary. And I, I yeah. get it now. Give them a card. Be nice to them. Like, I don't yeah. know, treat them to a coffee, whatever. Just just be a nice, honest person and things are fine. Yeah. Good. Good tip. OK, next. Four, um, get infected with gear avoidance syndrome. <laughs> Love that. This is what this is okay. Canon and Nikon, all of them are gonna kill me for that, but I just I'm I'm convinced that it's healthy. Uh, look, you may have heard of gear gear acquisition syndrome, I, which I is, think actually Canon and Nikon are probably already out of the game for street yeah. photography. <laughs> you, you do know what camera I'm using, right? I'm no, using I don't. Five D Mark II with a twenty-four millimeter <laughs> lens. You're still a Canon user, a DSLR yeah. user, huh? The thing is, I don't really care about brands. I just wanna yeah. like to me, it's more it's about familiar. like the most. Yeah, your most important gear is like your iHeart and soul. And yeah. to me, I love this brick. I, I back then I loaned some money from my sister, bought a used one. I still have it, and it's a huge brick. Like it's it's huge and heavy, but I kind of fell in love with it. I'm still yeah. using it. Hey, so I, I used the yeah. Canon 5D Mark II uh, for street photography for a long time until I switched to mirrorless. Oh, really? So oh yeah, that was that's all I had, and I put a pancake lens on there, and it wasn't so big after all. So yep, now yeah. it's uh, whatever camera you have with you and whatever you're comfortable with. Totally. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's it's only important that you can capture what you want to capture. Yeah, Good exactly. Good quality is amazing. And maybe Fujifilm, if you guys are listening, maybe I'm going to switch to Fujifilm, but let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, see about that. But what I wanted to tell you is like uh, gear avoidance syndrome. Yes. I, I wrote an article about it with my, with my friend and business partner, Martin, and it kind of got a little viral. It's cool because the thing is like, the pro- what it means is that the less gear you own, um, the better you get because your technical options that you have, like having five lenses and two bodies and whatever, the less technical options you have, the more creative solutions you have to find for this, these not, uh, these, yeah, the gear you don't have. So mm-hmm. when you walk around like with five lenses, like, oh no, now I should be using the, the, the zoom lens because like back, back over there, there's this nice guy. Oh, wait a sec, blah, blah, blah. And it takes a while to get the lens and everything. But if you only have one lens, one body, whatever, just very little yeah. gear, then you only focus on what's going on. And it sounds so cheesy. You hear it all the time, but guys, believe me, it works. I tried the, the, the first approach when I was, when I started out with photography and it didn't change much. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah, it's it's a healthy syndrome, I it's, think. It's it's definitely when you switch lenses that you're gonna miss the shot. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, like, if you have a zoom lens with you, you're not fully focused on your 35 millimeter or like 50 millimeter yeah. frame. You're always like, oh, I could be doing that, but no, don't don't worry about that. These shots for this day, they don't exist for you. It's only what is in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It's a waste waste of time. So limit yourself. That's good. Yeah, good it's, tip. it's a minimalist approach, but mm-hmm. it, it really helps. Yeah. Well, the listeners know that's what I'm all about. So I, <laughs> I have a camera that can't even change the lens. I'm stuck with 23 millimeter and I love it. Well, it's so, good. 23 yeah. is good. Yeah, it's, it's a 35 it's nice. equivalent. So it's it's perfect. Perfect. But guys, no matter, it. I just want to add, like, no matter what you want to use, like, don't let anyone tell you you have to use 35, 50 or whatever, no. please. If you have like a 1,200 millimeter zoom lens, please be the guy who does street photography with that. 
it's amazing because no one does it and it's like really unique. So yeah. just use the gear you have, what you love. And yeah. it's all about what you feel, not what kind of gear you're using. So, exactly. Good, yeah. good tip. Okay. Next. I don't even know what Next number one. we're on. Five. Five. Realize that you're uh, taking self-portraits because street photography, mm -hmm. to, like the thing is like, I'm not good at taking portraits. I'm very, very bad at it. It's very awkward for me. But the thing is, street photography to me is just self-portraits because when you walk around the city, like if you go to a nice landscape or whatever, you have like this beautiful scenery, you know, like the sunset and everything. It's, it's, it's of course, it's challenging as well, but the, the photo is kind of there in a way. It's, it's like, or like taking a photo of a nice, uh, like the, whatever, like the Eiffel Tower or, or something else that, that's, of course, it's beautiful. But in street photography, like if you walk around the city, like most of the, the amazing photos are just not there. You have to create them. It's like what you feel and how you see the world and what's inside of you, like your eye, heart and soul, like what, what's in you, that determines how you see the world around you. So if you give like 10 uh, street photographers uh, the same camera, the same gear, one hour, the same hour of the day and send them through the street, they always, they're always looking for different things. Like mm -hmm. some will, will do like very minimalist shots because they love a clean look and others will go for like, like, I don't know, faces, others will shoot, I don't know, like a lot of people in the photo. So it's, it's very individual. And I think it's, um, it's very important to realize that street photography is like, it's the stranger in you. Yeah. So you, it's like it's, you're taking photos of, of like strangers, complete strangers. But in a way, these are just mirrors of yourself. Yeah, it's so a reflection of who you are, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Great tip. Number six. All right, here we go. Love, light, life, and yourself. Um, sounds a little cheesy, mm -hmm. I guess, but I think it's true because I think there's three things in photography that are incredibly important. And I think it's these three. It's like, first of all, love, light. I mean, every photographer knows that photography is like painting with light, of course. Everyone knows that light is important, blah, blah. But do you really love light? Do you really, are you really in love with light? Do you go out and you see like a little shadow or a little reflection somewhere or, or it's raining and you see the colors like melting on the ground? It's like, oh my God, I just love it. I could just look at it for hours. So I think one of the, the most important things is actually falling in love with light, actually like analyzing how light changes, like textures and, and moods and everything. So you don't like, you don't need a camera, just, just go out and just observe light. Just stay there between, I don't know, like four in the afternoon and like eight at night. Just, just look how the light changes, your mood changes. Like it, it's, it has such a huge influence. And I think, uh, yeah, people should think more about light, like what it what it does to yeah. does to textures and subjects. And and it's really the so, the day yeah. when you understand how to use light and make it work for you that your photography just makes a huge leap um, uh, forward for sure. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It does. It takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took me a long while to actually understand that but it's incredibly essential it's it's, it's yeah. so important and like uh when i talked to steve mccurry recently he said the same it's like yeah light is everything he doesn't even go out like in between like 10 and 3 and 4 why because like most things just wash out and mm -hmm. like good light is is, is like uh, the salt for your food is like it, it, it you really need in order to make it good yeah so yeah, yeah. um if you want to go full philosophical like light is the, the reason for life because of sunshine and everything so it kind of is the same for photos like without good light there's no life in your photos usually it can be but most of the time it's it's very hard yeah okay yeah. so the the uh, second of these little three 
three tips um, is like, yeah, love life. Because like no matter what photo book you open, it's always about settings, aperture, like blah, blah, all <laughs> that. Of course, yeah, you need to know that. But like when you don't have the results you want to have, ask yourself one very question. Do you love life? Do you Are you happy? Like, are you happy in your life? Um, do you love living? Do you go out and just like be a kid, be, become a child again, look at the world and be like, oh, I just love how green the grass is. And it sounds so esoteric and hippie-like, I don't know, but you actually have to love life around you, be curious, like, like a child. You know, Picasso once said that every child is an artist, but it's, it's the challenge to remain one once you grow up because you have your office, your bills to pay and all that, but where's the room for actually loving life around you? And I think it helps a lot if you fall in love with, with like, um, just people walking around and like, it's raining, I don't know, just become a child and you see different things that most people don't see anymore. Yeah, for sure. And the third one is love yourself. Don't become a narcissist. You don't have to do that, but just love yourself. Be okay with yourself. It's, it's incredible how many, how little, uh, coaches tell people, how important it is to be okay with yourself because photography of course is about gear settings and blah blah but in the end you're pouring yourself into these photos like your eye heart and soul are in these photos and if you're not okay with yourself if you're having problems with yourself and you just have to just embrace your bad sides your good sides of course no one's perfect but just just be yourself and try to be okay with that and once you have peace in your mind and heart you have room for creativity and i think your creative soul can breathe more mm-hmm. because i know for myself like when i was when i'm really stressed out like i'm thinking about this and that and and when i go out taking photos I, like i i can feel that my my inner creative soul doesn't have room to breathe like the muse doesn't want to kiss me so i have to actually i don't know um try to to be happy and accept myself the way i am meditation helps a lot i do that a lot um I know it's it's very important. I think. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's that's great. I feel very zen now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go full zen here. <laughs> awesome. Well, believe me, I live I live my life right now at uh, 100 miles an hour, so I could use a little bit more zen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how incredibly hard it is. Like I have like I work like most of the days I work like from seven in the morning till two at night because I just love doing that. It's like yeah. a kid having lots of toys and playing with them all day. But you still have to find like I don't know like 10 minutes in a day to just calm down just breathe and it sounds so esoteric i know but just just do it like so many successful people do it just calm down and just focus on just being and i think just being helps you uh okay i don't want to put another advertisement here but i wrote a book about the zone like this flow state when you just become hyper focused and it has a lot to do with meditation like when you just focus on being creative you don't see anything else just amazing subjects and yeah it, it helps just to calm down and i don't know embrace life for sure yeah yeah that's a great tip okay number seven seven i think right yeah. seven okay so um embrace the this journey of a thousand or ten thousand miles because when i started out in photography look i was about to quit after two years because i couldn't take portraits i couldn't find a genre that i like it just didn't work out for me i was like ah come on like there's so many other people who already found their niche and whatever and i was about to quit but please um it takes it takes a while to actually find yourself I know you're, I always talk about like your creative soul. It's like your, your inner, I don't know, like the, the thing inside you that you want to express, that you want to put in your photos. And it takes a while. I don't know, it's, I'm going uh, to peel off the, this beautiful onion and go to this creative core. And it's, I don't know, it's, 
I don't know, you just have to, it takes a while, just maybe one year, two year, three, four, it's different for everybody, but yes. just mm -hmm. take your time, every, every photographer who has kind of found their signature or their, I don't know, even their way of life, their position in life, they, they all say it takes a while and take that time, go the 10,000 miles, embrace that journey, find people who take that journey with you, don't surround yourself with negative people, never do that, it's incredibly dangerous and just believe in yourself and if and never i don't know compare yourself to others because they're in a different chapter already so you but never know for when they sure started. yeah and um and you're doing this for you that's yeah the it's whole just point. for you it's yeah. just um look i don't know to just do what makes you happy you know yeah. it's like um if, i think it's it's a great a great a great advice Valerie, because like if you do what you really love and to be honest i always tried that i always listened to my heart of course listen to my to my mind but more to my heart and i always even if my parents said what are you doing for four years i love them i love them but they always said why are you doing this you could <laughs> be working in management you have like a master's degree but i always wanted to do this and like even if people said no it's not possible then make it possible yeah. tell people it's possible and yeah just Take this journey. It's an amazing journey. It's so rewarding. And believe me, once you find this inner peace, like the, the, the thing you want to do in life, I think, to be honest, this is one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. Like um, Mark Twain, he once said, like, there are two important days in your life, the day you're born and the day you find out why. And please work all your life to find the second day. It's, That's it's awesome. It. That is awesome. Yes, for sure. And um Oh, I could not agree more. Uh, that that's a that's great. I'm so glad we touched on that. Yeah, you know how it feels, right? Yeah, like, it yeah. Probably I had mean, a rough time in the beginning and getting started and everything. But with hard work and uh, persistence and believing in yourself, and what's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, if you don't try, you'll never know. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's harder than people think, you know, to to live your dream. But there's nothing more rewarding. And you know what? You know, life's short. At the end, you don't get a do-over. So if you don't try now, you're never going to do it. So Yeah, and I think so uh, true. one of the biggest risks in life is not taking a risk. That's you know, right. it's, I know yeah. it sounds also like super American and everything, but I think it's, I don't know, it's, it's just true. It's just true. Look, I'm a super realistic. I was born in Germany, raised in Germany. We are very realistic here. We don't uh, have a huge sense of humor there, but we, we know uh, we're very realistic. Yeah, and I think it's true. It's like if you put hard work into it, believe in yourself, and you just just go for it, just just do it. And it's hard. I can tell you, it's, but it's, maybe hard is the wrong word. It's challenging. It, mm -hmm. You grow a lot while doing that. You grow. It's amazing how much you change in a positive way. And uh, if you're sitting there right now listening and you have a dream and you think I should be doing this, please do that. You can please make, send me a mail. I will support you, but please do it. Make, make the first step towards the yeah. dream. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Next step. Next one. Eight. Dare to be different. Um, you know, when I started out in street photography, I love this genre and this has a great community. But like sometimes you hear people saying, no, street photography has to be like this. Oh, and sometimes yeah. I hear people saying, look, Mary, it's great, but what you're doing is not street photography. Like, first of all, who are you to tell? Uh, it's the what street is photography it, it police. Don't you know they're out there? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think it's around the block where I am sometimes. And it's like, what are you doing? This is not what it's supposed to be. But it's still my way of doing it. And even if it's not, I don't care. It's like what I feel. And I'm, to, I don't know if like if you even had to give a like description or definition of street photography, it's just like, I don't know, capturing 
great moments on the on the stage of life just candid moments maybe call it candid photography whatever but why why say it's this and that it has to be black and white no 35 millimeter oh. no fuji film no <laughs> you know what it has to be in the end your street photography that's right like what you think is right what you believe in and believe me if you i don't know if you want to set yourself apart from others just do what you think is right because that will separate you from others yeah. because if you only listen to like what he does and she does and what it's supposed to be you're just copying others yeah. so yeah find your to be own different. voice exactly awesome yeah and if there's like someone out there with a thousand two hundred millimeter zoom lens i saw at the photo kina germany please <laughs> if you're out there please go for it i'll i'll support you all the way i would love to see that i'll put you on my facebook youtube everything and it's amazing so i i think this genre has to be like as diverse as the people we capture That's so true. yeah yeah good point awesome and is it the last nice. step Oh, it's nice. No, okay. It's two more. Okay, good. So like, this is number nine. It's like um, there are millions of photographers out there, but you will always be one in a million. Because I think uh, it, it's kind of similar to eight, but, but still different. Don't look too much to the left and right and don't compare yourself to others. Like you can find inspiration uh, in others, of course. It's, it's great. But at the end of the day, all you need is your eye, heart and soul that is like within you. you, you all, the biggest inspiration in life you can get is your own creative soul, like your way of looking at life. And in the beginning, I made that mistake many, many times. And that's why I don't want you to do it. Don't compare yourself to others because then it's like, oh, wow, he has already like uh, 5,000 followers. And that guy has like won that many words, blah, 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 blah. But you never know when they started. Like, like you don't know... Um, in which chapter of their book of life uh, they are right now. You know, you don't know what they went through and how they did things. And so just focus on yourself, get inspired by others. Of course, learn from others, but don't, I know it's, it's human to do that. Like in psychology, it's like social downward comparison. It's like, it's like when you, it's a very key concept there. Like this is basically like looking at others like that are that are worse off than you and feeling better but it works in a different way too like looking to others who are better off than you is like oh man i don't know if i will make it don't and Just, social media is dangerous for that oh for sure. yeah very yeah. dangerous oh my god yes like twenty thousand followers wow 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 but you don't know maybe he bought it on a click farm so <laughs> Yeah, just just do what you love yeah. and you'll, it sounds so cheesy, but your heart will guide your way. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Awesome. Okay, last That's but not least, number 10. Right. So awesome. the last one is you're a legend in the making if you believe in yourself. So I think um, like we Germans uh, are always a little, how do you say, like Americans tend to be confident, I think. It's fine in America to say, yes, I'm good at this period. But in Germany, it's more like if you say I'm good at doing this or, or I, I'm sure my dream will come true, people are always like, nah, come on, come on, keep it down, keep it down. But I think it's very important uh, if you want to live life as a photographer or as a fine art photographer and sell your art, consider yourself an artist. Yes, you are an artist. You're creating art. You're pouring your heart and soul into your photos. You're looking at the world around you and interpreting it like in your way. And I think you have to be confident um, to do it. And if you have a dream, please go for it. No matter how ridiculous it may sound and the people around you will say like, oh, I don't know, please just don't do it. You're going to fail. Just do it. Believe in yourself. Um, go for it. Look, like two years ago, 
like I was like in market research as I told you and I, I like every day I thought why am I doing this I woke up I was like no I just don't want to do this but then at a certain point you have to say no I'm gonna go all in I'm gonna like take this journey that will take me to my, my inner core and what you love in life and yeah I believe in you so if you if you want to do it um Surround yourself with amazing people who help you achieve it, and you will eventually achieve it. It may take a year or two or five, but you will get there. Yeah, awesome. Well, this was so energizing to start my day. I can't even tell you. I mean, I've been <laughs> quite quite energized because I just got back from the Out of Chicago Photo Conference. I was yeah. with creatives all weekend. We had so much fun. So I, I came back out of there like so energized. And now talking with you, I'm even more energized. So it's awesome. Oh, thank, you very much. <laughs> thank you. And I'll definitely have you on the show again to talk, you know, more specifically about, um, you know, selling art as a street photographer, because that's really something that's on, on our listeners' minds. And uh, it will be great to get to get your input on that. So now where can people go to find out more about everything you do, your work, your books uh, and everything else? So the easiest way actually to, to learn more about what I do and uh, yeah, just, just go to uh, www.mariusmariusvieth.com, V-I-E-T-H.com and there you'll find uh, a link to my free ebook. It's like 10 essential street photography lessons. You can download it for free. I have like an interactive newsletter course where you can send me questions. I answer in there and you also have like a link to my publishing house secrets um, where you can by amazing books that really they're eye-opening books that where I share my like the the knowledge I, I gathered in the last four or five years in, in this rocky road and believe me of course you have to take a ten thousand mile journey but it kind of helps to to know how to take certain shortcuts that get you there quicker that's right so yeah, yeah and you'll find the link to my label as well newprime.de it's also on the website where um, we support um, yeah uprising fine art photographers who want to live their dream too and. Um, yeah, so you find all the links on the website. Awesome. And I will put all the links to the on the show notes as well as some samples of your Perfect. work. Thank yeah, you great. so much, Marius. And uh, where yeah, is your next uh, next travel taking you? Uh, my next travel is like I was just in Portugal and Istanbul. And I think my next travel is going to London this uh, Thursday. I'm really looking forward to it, to do some street photography there. And afterwards, I was going to south of Spain to write another book and then Asia and I don't know, like see where it takes me. But the good thing is like if you're like um, self-employed and you sell your work online and like everything, you can just travel all the time. And it's, right. all the people say it's unfair, but yeah, kind of hard work pays off, I guess. That's right. Hey, you might as well. You can write your book on the beach. It's yeah, not it's such right. a bad thing. <laughs> Beats being in a cubicle any day. Yeah, it does, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And if you enjoy Street Focus, please don't forget to share on social media and spread the love. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hit the streets.